Mike Stokes. Today I want to talk about truth. It's just gotten culturally really important right now that we begin to deepen our relationship with truth. So truth is not individual. You know, there's a very common idea in um, New Age spirituality and hippie circles where truth is this idea that I have my truth and you have your truth. That's just not the way it is. You know, um, and here's the bottom line. Truth is nature. Period. That's it. There's, there's nothing else. Truth is the natural world. From the smallest amoeba to the greatest redwood to the smallest microbe to the smallest nanoparticle to the largest cosmic entity of the universe. Truth is the natural world. That's it. Everything else is a human construct of the human imagination. Period. Now, most people don't like that um, because a whole bunch of things happen when you accept that first principle. Then, what happens is, is your perspective, my perspective, become perspectives. My interpretation of nature, or, you know, nature as I see it, the truth, becomes my interpretation. My truth turns into my interpretation of nature, of the universe. So there is no set truth in the human mind, because the human mind... And, and there's so much evidence to support this from every level, from the most incredibly well-crafted, double-blind, triple-blind scientific studies to the highest level of enlightenment, spiritual teachers of, you know, the Buddhas, etc. Truth is not something that we hold inside of our space. It's transcendent to us. It's outside of us. What we hold is interpretation. As humans, the closest that we get to truth is our interpretation and our perception of it. So, how do you find the truth? There's a wonderful episode, uh, which I'll, I'll, I'll do my best to post in the show notes on Freakonomics uh, Radio, uh, probably, I don't know, maybe it was eight or nine years ago at this point, in which they talked about how experts, once they discovered something, uh, they were right, you know, a high percentage. I don't remember what the percentage was. It was a high percentage. But as they continued their career, after they made their big discovery, and then their ego and their identity got wrapped around this big discovery that they had, then their percentage of correctness in what they approached continued to descend statistically. So, what does that tell you? That tells you that the more attachment, either because it makes you money, or because it gives you status, or because it makes you feel like you've got something that makes you secure, uh, your ability to see the truth is going to decline. So, it's we as humans are, are kind of not designed for the truth. We're designed to to believe what we need to believe to keep us alive in our subculture. That's how we evolved. We evolved inside small subcultures that 
you had to 100% align with being a Polynesian or with being a, an American Indian or with being a, a South African desert dweller or the myriad of other the indigenous areas that we came from. All of those, what the how the brain is wired is to filter out what doesn't connect and hold that space. So we do that now what's happening with the world of social media is we're separating ourselves uh, by choice into smaller groups in which each group has its own truth identity. So if you really want to approach the truth, you have to start to separate yourself from your comfort. Um, so like in other videos where I talk about comfort in terms of physical well-being, in terms of spiritual and emotional well-being, you have to challenge your comfort zone. Whatever form of comfort that you take, if you, if you want to seek truth, you know, learning how to let go of our righteous attachment to our truths. Try to find those areas where you are righteously committed to one point of view and see if you can let in some other points of view and see if you can, you know, dissolve that for a while and see what happens. The other thing that I think is really important to say about truth is that there's this way that we want the world to be. You know, I want the world to be um, ecologically like it was pre-industrial uh, human civilization with just life thriving everywhere. You know, like salmon that you could run across the backs on their migrations up, up the rivers in California. And... Um, you know, and just pods of whales and, and dolphins and just huge amount, and, you know, bears and deer and, uh, and then all of the jungles. Like, that's what I want. Now, is it the truth that that's the best way that the planet should be? No, but that's what I want. So it's very important to start. So this is our responsibility as conscious beings. We have to stop talking about the truth when it's not and start talking about our values and what we want and, and it's interesting what just occurred to me is that when you start doing that we'll stop all this my truth no my truth my truth my truth we'll stop that and we can start to say like oh yeah i want and maybe the someone who's got a totally different you know view of the truth um that they're relating to as literal truth if you start talking about what you want rather than the truth then you can actually have a conversation um, and from my perspective, the truth, this is going to be a little bit me sort of going a little bit against my rule, not against the rule, but venturing into interpreting a little bit. I think nature is designed so that when we let go of false ideas like that, we know the truth, then things work better. I don't think nature, uh, wants that. Now that's, Again, that's, that's an interpretation. I can't claim that to be the truth. I'd like that to be the truth. Um, I hope that's the truth. I'd like to see some scientific studies that are double-blind that, that would test that theory. Um, uh, I'd like to say one thing about um, the scientific method. Um, I'm noticing something in uh, progressive circles where... And, and, and this has been happening in conservative circles for years. If you don't like the science, then you discount the scientific method. But I'm noticing it happening in progressive circles too. The point that I'm trying to make is that 
The scientific method is the closest thing that we have to the truth because it's not the truth. That's the point of the scientific methods is it is, it's a repeatable phenomenon and repeatable phenomenon is about as close as we're ever going to get to the truth. So the more that we rely on repeatable phenomenon, I mean, it, we're in some way, humanities, all humans are the biggest hypocrites of all because we drive around in the cars and we drive and we use all the technology, which is specifically uh, based upon this this idea of repeatable evidence. And then we go and say, oh, the world was created in seven days. Okay, that's it.